thank you for tuning in to Carolina Blitz Radio on ESPN 730 The Game. My name is Vashti Hurt. I'm your host and founder and editor-in-chief of Carolina Blitz. Uh, It's a website, a brand dedicated to finding fresh and compelling news stories in and outside of traditional sports reporting and sharing them with you guys, the fans, in a way that is entertaining and fun. We're a credentialed media outlet and we cover the Panthers, we cover Duke, UNC, NC State, and more. So make sure you're checking us out at carolinablitz.com. Also follow us on all social media outlets. Now, if you're new to the show, if you weren't able to uh, check out our first show last week, uh, we're, uh, you should know that on Carolina Blitz, we love social media. And more importantly, we love and appreciate our fans and the passion that they have when it comes to their squads. We also like to do things a little differently. So each week, we will highlight you, the fans of the teams we cover, and have you on as a special co-host so i called out last week and i got a lot of good responses so our dms are open you're following carolina blitz please do so on at this time on twitter at keep blitzing and on instagram at carolina blitz our dms are open if you want to come on the show hit me up and we'll get you on our schedule now this week if you are on panthers twitter you know this person uh he is no stranger to slander, uh, to slandering teams. Let's put it like that. Uh, Oz, I mean, Oz is my friend. He's my, uh, we chatted up about sports a lot. He's a Charlotte native. And he told me to tell you guys, he's a former Panthers fan, former. current Duke fan, Hornets fan. And he also hosts a very funny podcast called the Double Standard Podcast. And they talk about relationships i guess it's more of a relationship oriented podcast and so you can follow the double standard podcast search them on instagram uh, they have a new uh, new episodes every thursday so oz welcome to the show thank you thank you thank you now listen i mean it, listen i know i know panthers twitter is on here your twitter is reckless how many times have you been suspended on twitter for saying just reckless stuff um uh, maybe this might be my like sixth Twitter account. I think uh, I had my first one for a long time, and then Twitter got really strict on like what you can say, and so it went downhill from there. And so um, I let it fly a couple times, and <laughs> all it takes is two, two, two infractions now, and you out of there. So, so how long are you gonna be able to keep this one? Are, are I've been we doing good actually? I've been doing really good with this one. Uh, I haven't sent out any. Um, really bad messages to players that I don't like. I did get in trouble first time um, for sending a message, well, a tweet to Danny Green. Um, This was the last finals. Um, What did the tweet say? Can you give us the the edited version? um, It had a lot of expletives in there and um, because he had just hurt Clay Thompson. So, um, in the most like reckless way, like it was a wide open layup, and here comes Danny Green jumping on somebody's back, and so it happened to me before, like playing pickup ball. Like it was, I, I really felt like angry from that, like from what he did, and so. So you let him know. I let him know. He reported you. I don't. So the crazy part is, I really figured out the the Twitter uh, algorithm. So that's why I 
am able to kind of oh okay um like I figured out how you get suspended. So basically, you can't say a bunch of curse words, um, like consecutively, and you can't really like you can do that if you don't at somebody. But if you at somebody and you say, even if like me and you were joking around or whatever, and I say bleep 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 or whatever, and we could be talking about something that we agree on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because they're gonna suspend you because okay. it looks like I'm cursing you out. So, or, or or I'm a harassing you. So I'm I'm a, I'm assuming that your your tweet to Danny Green had several had tons ex- of expletives. Ex- like ex- it was like every other word was a cuss word. <laughs> and so when I hit it, it immediately suspended me. So it wasn't Danny Green. Okay. Per se, it was like the algorithm was like, oh no, nah, he's cursing Danny Green. All right. I actually told Drew Brees to break a leg, and I was being <gasps> and, and I was. Let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop. So you guys understand, like, really? Okay, this it was, is. But it was, it was. I told. It was like I was saying oh it in a goodness. good way. I was like, you know. No, you weren't. No, you were not. I said, break a leg. Oh gosh. Okay, guys. Here's the format of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to speak with Oz about a couple of topics. After we speak about the couple of topics, we have a segment called Blitz or Block. I'm going to pose a question. If you agree with the question, it'll be Blitz. If you don't, it'll be Block. We'll discuss those. Then we'll have our no cap section, session, section. I'm sorry, where we give a shout out to whomever. So thank you guys for listening. Again, you're listening to Carolina Blitz Radio on 730 The Fan. Now, Oz, let's discuss this because this is if, if you follow Oz on Twitter, you know that he has been one of Teddy Bridgewater's biggest haters. And just to give you an understanding of how big of a hater he is, these are just a few of the nicknames oh, that you have used. I went and searched your oh, Twitter page. Man. These are a few of the nicknames so that you have used for Teddy Bridgewater. So Teddy bad. Allen, which of course is a Kyle Allen <laughs> reference. We have Teddy yeah. Lamewater. We have Teddy unfair. Midwater. Super fair. We have Teddy Flynnwater. We have fair. Teddy Mudwater. Super and most fair. often used, Teddy Snooze Fest. So th- these are just a few of the nicknames that Oz has used. All those are fair, except for the... Uh, now, let's not... Just not that. Let's go to a couple of the tweets that you posted. Oh, so in response to a tweet a few, a few months ago, I posted uh, Cam Newton in his new Patriots jersey. And you replied... We went from this to Teddy Snooze Fest. Mm. I will never not be disgusted by that. Mm-hmm. There was an issue with Trey Boston, and there was some exchange, and Trey liked the tweet, and mm-hmm. you guys kind of got him in trouble, and then you responded to Trey Boston by saying, you're my guy, Trey. All Tar Heels, uh, you're the only Tar Heel I'll ever root for, but you're, in your heart, you know Teddy Snooze Fest is there to secure <laughs> the tank. All right. You also said in response to Teddy cutting off the music during training camp. Hey, man, Teddy Bridgewater going to be so trash. Imagine a dude whose career high is 14 touchdowns <laughs> telling you what to do. All right. Oz, five games in, the Panthers are 3-2, and two, and they're tied for first place in the NFC South. Do you want to take back some of the things you said about Teddy Bridgewater? Not. I will say – Mainly because it's funny because I see Panthers fans, um, like my guy uh, Panthers culture. I see everybody excited, and it's funny because Panthers fans are a gluttons for punishment, and I love it because last year was the same thing. It was like, oh look, we so we we good now, even without Cam, and we what was a three four game winning streak, and then it just went all downhill. So 
I mean, come if on. People wanna, if people want to, if people want to hop on the, the the boat and and they want to hop on the Titanic, is there's a, a definitely an iceberg ahead coming up. So, Do you, come on, you've got to give Teddy some props. He's been better than what you expected. No, no. If you dive into the numbers, um, let's dive into the I, I numbers. Seen, I seen. I, okay, go ahead. Let's dive. Okay, so Teddy is sixth in passing <laughs> yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a 1460 total. Mm-hmm. He has two 300-yard passing games, 250-plus mm. passing yards mm. in four of the five games he played, mm. passer rating of 98.5 or higher in four of his five games. Mm. Teddy ranks second in the NFL with a 73 uh, completion percentage, uh, 34 completions on third down. That's mm. tied for second. The Panthers are seventh in passing yards, mm. sixth in passing first downs, and they're sixth in total net yards. Now, mm. come on. So, you take all that, and then I seen a, a beautiful tweet from somebody um, who kind of went into the passing yards and literally. Well, you talking about yards after the catch? His, half of his yards come after the catch. You can't be mad. That I'm you... not mad. At, I I I don't think. I think it's a great plan. I just honestly feel like he's a quarterback that will never get you to the promised land. What ever. is the promised land? Honestly, the promised land for the Panthers is the is is deep in the playoffs. He'll never get you. He'll never. Impossible. Because he can't win a shootout. But he takes care of the ball. How many turns? Would you rather have a gunslinger? Would you rather have a gunslinger who turns it over over, or somebody who may be more uh, conservative? Gunslingers win, win Super Bowls. Brett Favre did it. Brett Favre was like 30 years ago. Come on. Patrick Mahomes did it. Patrick Mahomes is, is pretty accurate, though. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. He does still Patrick, gunslinger. Patrick Mahomes is an anomaly. We can't even we we. I mean, he's fair. in a league of his own. All right, that's fair. So I mean, come on. Cam Newton did it. He didn't win the Super Bowl, but he got there. You're just mad that Cam Newton is no longer in Charlotte. Let's absolutely. just get down I mean, to the I crux mean, of it. That absolutely, I will never hide behind that. I will never feel like, bro. But, but I also feel like if you were to say we're moving on from Cam Newton to we're going to get. A guy that is comparable. Then, yeah, I mean, then what do you mean mad. comparable though? Because you want a you want a big playmaker who are you mad that Teddy does not have the swag or the or the persona that Cam no, has? I'm, I'm I'm mad that Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have the numbers Cam Newton has. I mean, his numbers are absolutely like pedestrian, and so he he's literally on the same path to like have 14, 15 touchdowns. He'll have a career high this year. I will say this: he'll have a career high this year, fifteen touchdowns. And, and every, <laughs> <laughs> like he's just on that. Man, what does he have? Four turnovers right now, four touchdowns, or, or what was it? I don't I don't know. Those I think it's four. I think it's four turnovers. He has three picks, and he has one fumble, and I think he has four or five touchdowns possibly. And it's just like have you I was about to actually have you I know you watch Panthers games and I know like sitting up in that booth with Cam Newton it was like oh man listen you're like, not gonna get me to do this I, no, I mean, you, this I, is you what just, you're not listen, going to do we're not doing you this admit, you don't have to do it on air but you can admit it and I know you used to sit in that booth like oh Goodness, look at this game. I mean, you, and I now be, you be, I'd be lying. Wait, no, ain't and now nothing. And now you be up in the booth, like, man, y'all got some more snacks in here. Y'all pass, man, the, relax, pass the peanuts. relax. This, <laughs> y'all wake me up when the game. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, 
Cam Cam is is I, I think that at some point Panthers fans have to move on from Cam and you know, Teddy has been a formidable replacement. He has not. And I, oh my gosh. I think Cam unless unless Teddy takes the Panthers to the Super Bowl, you're always gonna continuously hate on him. Uh, yes, but it's because I know he will never take the Panthers to a Super Bowl. There's nothing that says they, they can go to the Super Bowl because here's the thing. Cam Newton with a defense as suspect as the Panthers' defense has been this year, like this team would still be undefeated, and we'd be blowing people out the water. Are you sure about that? Absolutely. And then you add a guy like, let's say, Robbie Anderson, who I was gonna say. is actually good. So you, you're like you have DJ Anderson – DJ Moore. DJ Moore, I'm sorry. DJ Moore, um, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and you have those three dudes, and those might be the three most talented wide receivers. And they're not even top tier to me, but th- those are the three most talented wide receivers. Panthers have had in a while. Uh, ever? Yes. No, are you going to say ever? ever? Because Steve Smith, Musa Muhammad, and Ricky Pro was was that was a good that, that was, was a good trio, time. but. So that was probably the second best trio. And so like with with Cam it was like, well, you so the best part about it is with Cam, they knew they couldn't surround uh Teddy Bridgewater with this with a Jericho Cotri and 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 Philly Brown and think he was going to go anywhere. It's impossible. So you're saying that okay, we're going to surround they they consciously said we're going to put People who can make plays and make Teddy look better than Absolutely. what he actually Absolutely. is. You put Teddy Bridgewater, but they, he, they still Teddy have Bridge- to. Teddy still has to get him the ball. Oz. You put Teddy Bridgewater on 2015 Panthers, and not only are they not undefeated, they are probably looking at the number one draft pick in <laughs> the NFL draft. All right, guys, if you're just tuned in, you're listening to Carolina Blitz Radio on ESPN 7:30, the game. Uh, talking to Oz about. His hate, his continuous slander of Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think that I think Oz, he's a good guy. You think he's a good guy? I think he's a great guy. But you just don't like him. I just don't like him. I think, Russell and you will never like guy. him though. I don't like him. I don't like him personally, but I think he's a good guy. There's but definitely I, no tank for Trevor now. Um, no, it's not. But that's typical. Typical Panthers. Like the same thing that happened last year. You were in a position to just stink it up. In. But can you? Re- I mean, you're a competitor. You're you're you know athletic, and you you, you you're involved in ath- athletics. You you can't and you can't expect those guys to willingly tank. No, but to me, you have to make a decision of what you're going to do, and, and then you have to have a plan. And the Panthers don't have a plan. It's just literally. How do you, like, oh, come on. They have no, absolutely no plan because they don't you have. Know what? Because here's the thing: they have a, a terrible GM who's under a like nobody rookie financier guy, um, who the GM is over this nobody coach who like his claim to fame is like getting beat in the Meineke Car Care Bowl or something. Like, it, it's just – or the Shea Butter um, Moisturizer Bowl. I, I can't – I don't – I think Come on. that's the one he made it to. <laughs> and he got he got beat after being up 28-3. to three. So, it's just like – and that was, he really absolutely got beat. We're going to talk about Matt Rule a little later. I just – I don't know if you're going to give anybody the props that they need. You – you if we had the player haters ball here – Tomorrow. You winning. Hey, 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 hey. 
Well, listen, I I personally think that Teddy has exceeded expectations with his play. I did not expect the Panthers to be in a three-way tie for lead of the NFC South, and I know you didn't either. Absolutely not. But, I mean, that's barring that literally everybody's in the toilet. Like when Cam was here, nobody decided that they were going to be – like everybody didn't decide they were going to stink it up in one year. I will give you this. The Panther, uh, Cam Newton, with the line as well as they've played this year so far, because Teddy Bridgewater is not getting hit, right? Mm-hmm. And Cam used to get obliterated. Shout out to my guy Moulton. Um, Cam with this, Cam with the line playing the way that they are with the offensive weapons. I would have, I would have loved to see that here in Carolina. I think it would have been very fun to watch Absolutely. and to cover. With that said, Teddy Bridgewater is holding his own. And I think at some point he's going to earn your respect. He has earned my respect as a quarterback. Um, no, not as a quarterback, as a person. I mean, as a quarterback. As a quarterback, no, he's not a real quarterback. He's terrible. <laughs> he can't throw the ball <laughs> downfield at all. I, I've watched like the, the. He's had some long completions. The, he, I've watched the, the Arizo- and it's not just yards after the, the catch. The Arizona game, I watched that game, and I was literally like bored out of my mind like every time he threw the ball downfield it, i mean he threw it a mile over somebody's head he, he had a couple of miscues but he he's... has two gloves so um so as a oh so as an old school panther fan um we are extremely we have ptsd um the last double gloved guy here stunk it up so bad that I didn't want to see a quarterback with two gloves ever again. And when Mighty Mouse came out there with his double gloves, <laughs> um, oh what was his God. name? Derek Carr? Yeah. His brother his brother David Carr. So Derek Carr, um, he stunk it up so bad. And I just never – I just – I hated any quarterback that wore two gloves. I mean, so Teddy is really not going to do – he can do nothing right in your eyes. Never. Okay. All right, I, we're we're moving on. We're gonna go blitz or block, guys. This is the segment where I pose a question. If you agree with it, you blitz in. If you're not, you're blocking. You're a Hornets fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, the Hornets have the third pick in the NBA draft. Really? Blitz or block? If Lamelo Ball is available blitz. at three, the Hornets have to pick all him. out blitz. You like Lamelo? I like Melo. Melo is a prize of NBA. He's an NBA player all the way. Now, could the Hornets ruin him? Absolutely. Well, the the, the draft is a little more than a month away, um, and most mock drafts have the Hornets uh, picking Lamelo at number three behind Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. This week, Ball said on the Jalen and Jacoby show that he's only spoken to the Knicks and Warriors during the pre-draft process. He has not spoken to. The, uh, the Hornets. And also, point guard is Ball's optimal position. It's a spot where the Hornets already have Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. Bye, Terry. See you later. They just signed Terry. See you later, Terry. You think LaMelo La is a game changer. I, I just don't trust the balls. And it has nothing, nothing per. I just am not, I don't know. I mean, I think you might have to take him because of his potential upside, but I wouldn't I wouldn't expect much. I think this draft is mad weak. It is extremely weak. But LaMelo, is he a game changer? Possibly not. But he's also going to he stretched out 
like crazy. Yeah, he's six he's, seven. That's insane. So I honestly think you move him to the two, and you have Devontae. He doesn't want to play the two. Oh, yeah, he gonna play. Listen, Lamelo, when you get here, when you get off that plane. <laughs> Just be prepared to play the two. The Melo said he didn't want to play the two. Devontae Graham already got it, all right? So y'all going to be lightning and thunder, whatever nickname y'all want. But y'all two going to give us 30 a game, and everybody else just pass the ball back to them. <laughs> all right, blitz or block, an all-inclusive NCAA tournament. What's all-inclusive? So basically, last month, ACC coaches announced – a collective proposal to include all eligible Division One teams in next year's NCAA tournament. Um, a lot of people criticized the idea, questioning how it would work. Uh, Tuesday, we spoke with Kevin Keats. He basically said it would be, uh, in this convention, unconventional season, mm-hmm. it would be kind of a way to uh, plan for potential interruptions in play. Mm-hmm. So say a team came down with covid and they had to sit out a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, just including everybody in the NCAA tournament this year would be a, a way to avoid, uh, I guess, controversy due to that. And then a feel-good story. Oh, uh, yeah, it is a feel-good story. I mean, absolutely, Tar Heels would be able to finally make the <laughs> tournament again. And, Some uh, would say that the tournament got canceled because the Tar Heels weren't in it last year. This year. No, um, the tournament... Did not get canceled because the Tar Heels, because the Tar Heels were never going to be in it. Let me tell you something. COVID stopped the tournament, but always remember that the Tar Heels got destroyed before the tournament was stopped. So they stunk it up during the season and then were one of the only teams in the ACC to get eliminated. So, I mean, I'm sure this year um, the Tar Heels would be part of that feel-good like Cinderella story. Okay, so you're saying without an all-inclusive tournament, the Tar Heels wouldn't make the NCAA? Absolutely not. This so is hate right here. The Tar Heels, shout out to UNC. Um, let's get them all-inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> this is pure D hate. They had, <laughs> they had one of the Roy top. <laughs> they had one of the top recruiting classes. Roy gonna still play Andrew Play Plato and <laughs> play play. Oh my God. All inclusive. Let's go. I'm blitzing on the all inclusive because we want we don't want the Tar Heels to not make the tournament again. Roy Williams does not need to get fired in his last two years of coaching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna admit, at first I was like, ew, I think this idea is super whack. But after hearing Kevin Keats explain it, like college football had buffers in it where they had several off weeks where they could kind of finagle the schedule in order to try to have a as close to a normal schedule as possible. With basketball, you don't really have that much leeway. So if a team, and you have less players, so one positive test may affect your whole team. And if your whole team has to sit for two weeks, they could be they could be playing outstandingly and then miss the tournament because of that time away. So it makes sense now. So I'm going to blitz with that. Blitz or block? Matt Rule has exceeded expectations. Block. Come on. Block. Three and two tie for and lead in the NFC South. It's literally, we turned into the new NFC East, the annual hard, uh, hardcore pillow fight up there um, with the Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, and Giants. So we're the new NFC East where everybody stinks. And so I, I, I don't know if everybody best, stinks. Who's the best of the worst? The Falcons stink. 
But Falcons stink. Saints stink. The Panthers are improving each week. They they've looked better each week. Yeah, he had beat, a good draft. They beat a team who fired the coach. Yeah. So far, so far he's had a good draft. And then they would they beat the Falcons by a, a possession. It was twenty three sixteen. Oh my god. <laughs> Robbie Anderson was the one of the best free agent pickups the Panthers have ever had. Absolutely. Okay. So they have a top ten offense. Like, come Yo, on. How do they have a top ten? They do. They have a top ten offense. They're number six oh in total net Lord. yards per game. How? This is this is just what it is. And the defense, as young as the defense is, they're fourteenth in the National Football League. Oh, like, man. come on, you gotta you gotta give Matt some of his props for that. Yeah, we picking eighth in the draft. Blood. All right. <laughs> Blitz or block? Derrick Henry's stiff arm on Josh Norman was the most <laughs> disrespectful thing we've seen this year in sports. Absolutely, blitz. I mean, to push a grown man like that, like, that is a – I don't care what anybody says. Like, Josh Norman works out like everybody else. He gets in the gym. Um, this is it's part of his job. So Derrick the Henry big, though. I know, but the fact that another grown man pushed him like that. It's, I think Derrick Henry might be able to lift you off the ground like that. Absolutely. I don't work out. <laughs> he throwing, he tossing me, man. How I'm you going home to your girl after that? <laughs> No, for real. What's <laughs> your, <girl. laughs> ah, your girl tell you? Fight. As soon as you get to a fight, uh, don't be trying to go, uh, uh, get mad at me. <laughs> raise your voice at me. You should have raised your voice at Derrick Henry when he threw you. <laughs> Facts. 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 You, you, I mean, that's something that you legit, you just don't live down. No, absolutely not. I, don't has live he said down. anything? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard anything <laughs> like, that he says. Since like, I, I mean, I guess sometimes you guys just get in on the fun and, and kind of. Reach I probably would have done that because and been like, you know, I I don't know. I would have said something clever. He talks enough trash. He should be able to. But maybe he's just. I mean, like, remember? Uh, maybe you on national TV you get lifted up like that. You saw all the memes. Like maybe he just. <laughs> I mean, Photoshop is a devil. Maybe he's just you know he he's he's waiting it out until you know people forget about remember it. Remember when Chris Paul started just reposting some every time when he got crossed over by Steph Curry and he and everybody was was making the videos out of it and it he just got in on it and that i think that's what you have to do to kind of like combat it take the power away from it if you don't then josh norman got a lot of pride though yeah, he do. you got a lot he of pride do. like he after do. that i mean i wonder if the guys in the locker room I, if if i were in the <laughs> locker room i'm giving him the business if we like watch a film is there's like a is there like a, a two weeks period? i know when i was coaching they used to say they used to tell the parents that like, you got a grace period um don't 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 ask the coach anything about the game. So I wonder if there's like a like after the game, it's just all right, man. Y'all quiet. So you give him a day or two. You give him a day or two. And then that third day, <laughs> you let it and go. You start putting the pictures. Man, up no, the I'm giving him the business immediately. <laughs> immediately, there is no grace period when you get lifted off your feet like that. I saw somebody tweet that you could see the front of one shoe and. The- <laughs> In the bottom of the other shoe. Like, like, dude, like, how you go home to your kids after that? Like, what you saying to your kids? <laughs> All right, Oz. I need a game prediction. I know you're no longer a Panthers fan, mm-hmm. but the Panthers play the Bears this week. The Bears are 4-1. Mm-hmm. Panthers are 3-2. and two. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bears have Khalil Mack on the defensive side. Nick mm-hmm. Foles running the offense. Can the Panthers win this game at home? Absolutely not. Oh, my. 
Absolutely not. I just did this as a formality because this is what we do. It's a Bears 24, Panthers 10. And that two touchdowns. Yeah, and that and that no, they the Panthers get that second touch. I mean, they get that first touchdown in like the fourth quarter in garbage time. Well, it is important to know Kawan Short is out for the season. Yep. They announced that a couple of days ago. It'll be interesting to see because the Panthers already struggled against the run defensively. Uh, how so? As well, I remember they went all in on Kawan Short. It hasn't been healthy in three years. And it's like yeah. let go Cam, but keep Kawan Short. Genius move by Marty Herney, who's, <laughs> I mean, one of the most illustrious general managers in football and a great talent evaluator, um, according to the rich financier of Charlotte sports now. Well, I have, I think it's going to be tough. I think the Bears win. I don't really have a, a score prediction, but I, I just, I, I had them losing to the Falcons last week also, but they've been impressing me. If they had Julio Jones, they'd be dependent. Well, here you go. I mean, you know what? I can't. There's no way that I convince Oz. He's a former Panthers fan. The hate is still strong. I might be back next year, but I, I just haven't. I just haven't figured, figured it out yet. But I might be back next year, but I'm not sure. I'll definitely be back when they fire Matt Rule. <laughs> all right. See, Matt Rule is is here for for a while. All right, guys. Thank you. You've been tuned in to. Carolina Blitz on ESPN, 7.30. The game will be here every Saturday at 10.30. Thanks to Oz for coming on. Um, I'm not going to give his Twitter name because I don't want him getting suspended again. Make sure you're following Carolina Blitz for all of your sports and entertainment news. Keep blitzing. The preceding commercial program was sponsored and paid for by the hosts of this program, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is solely responsible for its content.